Welcome to Gethsemane Sundays from Gethsemane Lutheran Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Our guest minister is the Reverend Kathleen Haller, music by Aaron Smith. This was recorded Sunday, October 4th, 2020. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the harvest time had come, he sent his slaves to the tenants to collect his produce. But the tenants seized his slaves and and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other slaves, more than the first, and they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, saying, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and get his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Now, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, He will put those wretches to a miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, The kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that produces the fruits of the kingdom. The one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, and it will crush anyone on whom it falls. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they realized that he was speaking about them. They wanted to arrest him, but they feared the crowds because they regarded him as a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. First, I want to thank you for um, allowing me to be with you in Pastor Muter's stead this morning. It's always a joy for me to, to come into closer proximity with the congregation that is Gethsemane and those of you who make up the congregation. So thank you for allowing me to be among you today. 
If you haven't noticed in the bulletin, I'm Pastor Kathy Haller. I recently retired from uh, 36 years at Trinity English Lutheran Church downtown, and um, I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to help others uh, get a little time away, as Pastor Muter is, and to serve in the capacity of uh, one of Christ's servants among you. I hope that as you heard the reading for today, the readings for today, you noticed there was that theme about the vineyards. If you've uh, had the opportunity to do any Bible study yet, you know that the vineyard is a frequent image used by the prophets and uh, used frequently in, the, frequently in the Old Testament. In fact, each of the readings for today at least allows us to see something of what God calls us to be as God's people um, and how in so many ways we are still open to uh, refinement, to um, being more productive of what God has sought to do in and through us in the vineyard. Now, you will also have noticed, I'm sure, that there were some familiar truths told about those uh, occupying the vineyard and the one who owns it and those who um, were a bit skeptical of the whole enterprise of Jesus and his telling of these parables. He's going to tell another parable next week related to this one. We know if we've had an opportunity to study the Bible much or be part of a worshiping community, that it is often this habit of Jesus's to tell stories um, are often opportunities for him to surprise us, for him to make a point that we didn't expect, to have the story come out in a place we never imagined. And I think that's true in this story um, told by Jesus this week. It's just a difficult story to hear. It is not one about finding a little lamb and carrying it back home, although that too has its surprises, that story. But this one, well, you know what we heard. There is dispute and enmity between two parties. There's the owner who has built this vineyard and who then has leased it to tenants. And the understanding apparently is that they will, for their leasing, return to him some benefit. And he sends those to uh, reap his benefit, and the tenants have decided they disagree with his right, for the, right to the proceeds. He sends some workers and they kill one and stone another and throw the other out. Um, so he sends more because 
we read into it that he must think that they haven't understood the agreement, and so he sends another envoy, and, and they still don't get it. They, they repeat the first response uh, to the first set of servants, only more so because there were more servants this time. And then he says, well, clearly they have not understood the reason I am sending these people. They have not understood our agreement. I will send my son. And he does. And we know that he too was mistreated to the point of being killed. This parable appears in all three of the synoptic gospels. We, if you've hung around church too much already, you know that word, synoptic, and it means the three gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and many of them share the same stories. And Mark and Luke and Matthew do all have this story about the uh, wicked tenants in the vineyard. But Matthew's is, uh, takes a little different turn because Jesus asks, rather than telling, Jesus asks what the vineyard owner should do now that two sets of his servants have been killed and his very own son. And those who are questioning him, who are listening and then questioning, turn out to be the same people we would expect would be there, the chief priests and the Pharisees. And they say, well, obviously those tenants should be booted, have reprisals sent against them, and he needs to find new tenants in the vineyard. Jesus says, you're right. That is, your answer is the correct one. And for a moment, we are left a bit taken aback, perhaps. There's that side of us that wants the vengeance, and there's that side of us that says, wait a minute, this is the gospel. Jesus is telling this story. What is all this about tossing people out and, and all this about murder and mayhem and and it's true, it's a hard story to hear, and it's a hard story to understand. But the big story overall is who is telling the story and why he told the story. In fact, beyond why he's telling any stories is why he came. And we know the answer to that one. We bear the sign of his cross on our brows. We bear his love in our hearts and in our beings. And we know that Jesus came to remind us of the importance of how we live with God. Not only about following the rules and the regulations, but about love and about giving people that second chance, going that second and third mile, looking so that nevertheless, nevertheless, grace is extended. As God did to the world 2,000 some years ago in sending Jesus 
to die and rise again in grace and mercy for those, not only those who physically killed him, but for those who had a part in it, for those of us who still fail to do the love and the care for one another and for the world that God's love mandates for us. What we hear in this vineyard parable is one that is very common. The human instinct is to kill. The human instinct is retribution. The human instinct is turning them out and finding others we like better. God's instinct, as shown to us in Jesus, is coming to us again and again. God sending others to us with words of hope and grace and forgiveness and future. Jesus coming among us as God's sign of never-ending love, of unfailing forgiveness, and of hope that we will do better tomorrow because we were reminded when we wakened this day that we are baptized children of God and that God goes with us into the vineyard and beyond so that as we live in Jesus, we are able to bear those words, not the words of retribution and dismissal and discarding and murder and general dis-ease with one another, but to be God's bearers of love and hope and starting again and being God's people for the world in Jesus Christ. Blessings on your week as you go forward. Blessings as you consider how often God has given each of us a start over, a do over, a moving beyond, and a love that will not let us go ever, never alone. In Jesus we proceed. And in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This has been a Wing Shout production.